0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Super Gamer Boys. I am your host again this weekend, or this week, Zetch Keenan, and I am joined by uh, the ever-awesome, the J.J. Purdom. Hello, everybody! Oh, man. I'm dude. excited the J.J. of like The Batman. Yeah, I like that. you got it. You are a, the J.J. I'm a, I'm a, you know what? I'm I'm gonna start putting that on my business cards, man. I like that. I absolutely think you should do that. Absolutely. Uh, that is that makes you so much more cooler. It actually makes you stand out even more. You think mm-hmm. that, you know? So I I really don't need anything
1: else to make me stand out, Zetch, to be perfectly honest. I stand out all on my own. I don't know if I need to say the in front of my name to get to get more attention. I walk in and people literally treat me like the clown for the kid's birthday party just showed up. Huh? And they're always trying to feed me cake too. For it's like a, it's a weird
0: thing. I don't know why That's that not is. not a bad thing. You were trying to feed you cake.
1: I didn't say it was a bad thing. I just saying it's it's weird. It happens at the I'm like at the bank, and they're like, here's some cake. I go to like uh, you know, an area where they have horses and cows. Here's some cake. I don't. I don't know if it's just a fat guy thing or if it's like a diabetes thing. He looks like he's a little on blood sugar. It sounds like That's, a yeah.
0: It is actually. I'm not gonna lie. I'm living my best life. Number. <laughs> yeah, man. Free cake everywhere you go, just for being you, man. Yeah. I just get yeah. pushed in the face, like. Ah, is that it here? Why, why do I completely
1: understand that? For some reason, I I completely understand, and I'm sure you understand the whole me eating cake everywhere. Yeah, I just get I just get punched. Go, it's it's just a thing. Yeah, you know, that's funny. When you first when uh, Garrett first met you, that's actually what he said. I said, so what does he look like? Because he's got like that, you know, crazy voice. And he said he's kind of got a
0: punchable face. You, he's kind of got a punchable face. So, I, yeah, I talked to him. I just wanted to punch him in the face the whole time. Yes. Uh, yes, you did. Oh man! Well, we got an excellent show for all you guys out there today and gals. Uh, today we're gonna listen to, or we're gonna read off some answers to some listener submitted questions. We're gonna discuss the latest announcements coming out of the latest state of play from Sony. Um, we're gonna talk about a little bit of drama between Apple and Xbox, and we're also gonna talk about a new Xbox leak. Which, if you've been following the news, I bet you can already figure out what that is. So, before we get to that. Let's talk about our Patreon real quick. We got, uh, if you want to sign up and help us out, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Uh, Just like our Patreon producer, Adrian Holmes, who supports us at our Patreon producer tier, as well as our other amazing Patreon sponsors, Bill Bird, Julie Bates, Dustin Long, Brent Fox, and the Daniel James. Ooh, actually, let me redo that. The Bill Bird, the Julie Bates, the Dustin Long, the Brent Fox, and the Daniel James.
1: Guys. I love it. They also so much better with the in front of
0: their names. See?
1: Now all all you guys need to change that up. I'm doing it. I'm putting it on my business cards this week.
0: Do it. Boop, boop. Um Yeah, so I'm really excited that all you guys are I have volunteered to kinda like help us help support the show. Um it does not go unnoticed. We are extremely thankful for all your all your uh, subscriptions that you've given us—it helps us to uh, kind of grow our community. Helps us to give back a little bit. Helps us to talk about things and review things that we wouldn't normally be able to do, like um, like our recent most, our recent giveaway that we did a couple weeks ago, or um, Absolutely. you know, our chance to review *Last of Us* Part Two. That was you guys. You guys did that. You guys put that there. Definitely. So. Yeah. And also because of Patreon support, I mean, keep in mind, I
1: know we've said that Garrett is not on the show currently because he recently had a baby. Let's go ahead and be as transparent as we can be, Zetch. That's not why he's taking time off right now. He had a a blemish underneath his right nipple. Some people call it a third nipple. It looks, if you look at it in a microscope, it it looks like a microscopic nipple, but it's actually some type of... it's a growth. It's like a it's like a little minuscule nipple. And so Garrett actually decided with your Patreon support, folks, to have that thing removed finally at the insistence of his wife. They also had a baby, but that was secondary. Keep in mind, hashtag Garrett's third nipple, and it was finally removed all because
0: of your Patreon support. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate everything you guys do, especially Garrett in this tragic time in his life. You know yes. he's recuperating well. You know, he still has, now he's, he's just grateful to have the normal amount of devils that, uh, that most human beings are born with. Most.
1: I was more concerned because he had, uh, he did have a, a little bit of an issue with the adhesive. He had an allergic reaction to the adhesive from the tape over the incision mark. But he, he's doing better. He got him with antibiotics and uh, as far as I know, uh, he's, he's all cleared up. Oh, but now he's suffering from a really bad case of anal leakage. And I have no idea where that's coming from. But hey, if you guys can, make sure to reach out to him, at Gmorlang. I know he misses you guys, and he can really use the, the love and support right now. Hashtag Eric's third nickel. At At Gmorlang. Hit him up
0: on the Twitter. At Gmorlang On Twitter. Definitely. But, um, yeah. Cool. Well, I'm excited. I got some... Uh, I'm excited to get into some of this. I'm actually mostly excited to talk about uh, all the questions that we got from all our listeners. We're going to jump into uh, our mailbag first uh, before we actually get into the, some of the news. Is that okay? You cool with that? Absolutely. Good, because you didn't have a choice. So, I don't have a choice. <laughs> so, the first, uh, we actually got a couple questions um, from uh, a man named Sir Prince a lot. You can find him on our Discord. He submitted, both of the users that submitted these questions are, are from uh, our Discord. You can check that out at uh, supergamerboys.com. Or yeah, slash discord and um, join our community there. It's great. You can send us questions. You can just chat with us about what you're playing, what you think we should recommend, what you, you know, what what you think we'd find fun. If you want to give us a bad time, it's just a great community in there. Lots of really cool people, and uh, it's not like a it's not like a League of Legends game or match. You know, everybody there is actually genuinely nice. So yeah, jump on.
1: It's a in. lot of fun. I've so many good conversations and a lot of our great listeners go in there all the time and I am back after a three week um, some people call it a hiatus uh, I say that I was banned for the last three weeks due to some inappropriate language but they've let me back in with the proviso that I won't do it again so as long as you guys keep the you know P's and Q's I think it was actually Garrett that banned me I'm not really sure
0: yeah you called him a name yeah he deserved it he said he looked like a bird is what you said. Those are your actual yeah. words. Have you never seen that type of bird? I'm just saying it was kinda of uncalled for. I mean I get it, but it's not something you say to somebody to do their face on Discord.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, if you've ever seen him run, it kinda of looks like that. I mean he just I, I it see, kind of looks it, like it
0: makes sense, yeah. but it's just rude. You
1: know? Yeah. Well, okay, I just I was good if you were
0: trying to argue with me the point. So Ferret does kind of look like a bird. He looks like a bird but I, I don't know. It's like saying I look like a you hobbit. You wouldn't say it. Everybody yeah, thinks yeah. I look like a hobbit, but no one would actually tell me to my face. You know, that's just messed up. You know. Like, yeah, that, would be, that yeah. would be messed up. And I have had people say it to my face, and that was messed up. It hurt my feelings. Yeah. So anyway, let's jump into the mailbag. I'm excited. Um, as, <laughs> as I said, you can submit your questions to us uh, either at supergamerboys.com slash discord, or you can hit up Garrett on super... At, uh, send him an email at garrett at SuperGamerBoys.com. So, send us an email, jump in Discord, and you can be just like Sir Prince-a-Lot, who asks, What's a game, slash games, that you wish had a sequel? That's a a tough question. Because I feel like a lot of my favorite games already do have sequels, and I actually wish that more games had less sequels. So, Mm. if I'm... If I had to pick, I want another Metroid game. Doggone it, that's what that's what I would want. I would want another Metroid game, and I want it to be good. I want it to be on Zebes again. Even even if they went back and remade Super Metroid in first person, like Metroid Prime, that would probably be kind of cool. Kind of like give it like the Final Fantasy VII remake, you know. You know what? I, I like that. I like that. I,
1: I the problem is is that all the really great games do have sequels. Um, I didn't know about this question beforehand because you guys don't share anything with me, or maybe you do, and I just don't look at stuff. Um, but I movie? wanted to. Sh- yeah. Again, I was banned. I just just got the banning taken off earlier today, so I haven't haven't been on there. But uh, I do want to say that what we- what would be fantastic. Is and I'm not sure if you ever played this on the PlayStation. I don't know if it was PlayStation or PlayStation Two, but I remember loving the game Clock Tower. And I know that Clock Tower had a, a game Clock Tower One and then Clock Tower Two, and it was a, a a point and click on the on the either the PlayStation or the PlayStation Two, and it was a lot of fun. And uh, so basically you're running away from this murderer and uh, similar to resident evil two, um, the recent remake when you would have the character get close to you the music would really change and you would try to hide from him and he had these giant loppers that he would come and uh, and cut you with oh, man. fantastic he was dragging his foot and he's coming at you with these giant loppers and you've got to point and click and hide behind things and a lot of fun i i would love to see a remake of that game now in this generation if you haven't checked it out check it out on the youtube clock tower it's a lot of fun really a lot of fun i I'd love to see
0: something like that remade. Oh, that actually sounds pretty cool. Sounds pretty cool. I'll have to check that one out. I've never even heard of that game. Um, He asks another question as well. So thank you for that, Sir Prince, a lot. Uh, and your other question is, who is the greatest villain of all time? Video games, books, movies, who is it? Like, who's, the, who's your... Uh, yeah. Podcast. That's going to be me right
1: here. Podcast villain right here i am the biggest villain of all time because of how i dominate you guys with my e that's not true and i have like a great evil laugh too so and you know
0: that's true yeah. <laughs> you know it's pretty evil that's pretty I don't know. that's like mark Hamilton. that's good yes <laughs> yes yes indeed. uh i would say the
1: greatest villain of all time in video games or in movies or, or anything anything I'm going to say Joker. Joker? It's so funny you just said Mark Hamill. I think for me, it's the most iconic villain there is. There's been so many great villains. And to be a great hero, you need an equally amazing villain. And I think that the Joker is absolutely phenomenal.
0: Hmm. That's actually a pretty good pick. I'm going to pick... Dude, I'm going to pick Kingpin. Okay. I think Kingpin is probably the greatest villain of all time. He's a he's big, tough, smart, doesn't have any real superpowers. I mean, I guess he's like super strong. But like, he's just a guy that's just like, going to beat you with his mind. He's like Batman in reverse, you know? Like, he's got the whole world controlled. He knows all the inner workings. Or Magneto. Oh, gosh. Magneto is also one of the greatest villains ever. Oh man, that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's a great question.
1: It's, it, it's hard because there's been so many amazing villains. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess if you were a Lord of the Rings fan, pop it, uh, you could always say
0: Sauron. Yeah, Sauron's good. Saruman. Man. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. I didn't, I didn't really think about that a whole lot. Let's say okay, let's narrow it down. Let's say in video games, who's your favorite villain? In all the video games, all the video game dumb. I have to say mm. Let me hear that. Up. I'm gonna say it's gonna go back to childhood and uh it's gonna be King Koopa. King Koopa. Okay. I dig it. Okay. Yeah, Bowser. Bring it back. Yeah, that yes, Bowser, Bowser. Yeah, that makes sense. I dig it. Yeah, you know he's a He's he's kind of likable, but you really like to hate him. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna say I've been playing Fallout, and or Fallout. I'm gonna, I've been playing Far Cry, and I'm gonna say Voss from Far Cry Three He's pretty bad. He's a he's a pretty crazy villain. Some of the stuff that he he does. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with yeah. So another, another. I just
1: want an honorable mention, since you've mentioned a couple of them. Honorable mention real fast. Yeah. I, uh, I started to get into trying to play Red Dead uh, Redemption 2 again in order to be able to do the online thing, to be able to talk about it on the show. And in the process of getting into the game, I was trying to get into it. I didn't have room on my server or on, on my uh, hard drive, but I, I did think about man, Dutch Vanderland is one of the best fleshed out villains I've seen in a very long time. I was thinking about it earlier today, actually. Unbeknownst to this question, I was just thinking like it's one of those characters that is lovable and you feel like is totally looking out for Arthur Morgan's best interest and the good of the team when in reality, he's a very self-centered, selfish man. And you'll see that through the course of that game. And so I was just thinking about that earlier today, how Dutch was
0: such a great bad guy. That's good. I dig it. And I'm still in the early moments of that game. So like, I need to, I need to nickel down and beat that one. But talk about kind of what I've been playing later but uh thank you uh Sir Prince a lot for uh both of those questions now we're going to go to some more rapid fire questions that we received from uh our buddy Kajoma the zero one he's a very active participant in our discord channel I love that I love that guy so we got some good ones here so here we go so JJ burger or pizza burger iPhone or Android Android Mac or PC. Hmm. Uh,
1: uh, you would have to have a computer to be able to know that.
0: But if I were to pick, I would probably say a Mac. Good call. Excellent, especially since you're an iPhone. Uh, Xbox or PlayStation. Well, you said Android, huh? I was a uh, on You. Yes, I said Android. <laughs> um,
1: okay, so this—that's a great question, Kajoma. So I'm gonna say it right now, and it's gonna make you upset, because I've been playing both. Definitely PlayStation. It's PlayStation. more my speed.
0: There you go. Yeah. That would not make me upset. You like what you like? Or Kojoma. You saying Kojoma upset? No, no, you actually. Okay. I just I, because I know you're a big fan of Xbox, I know you play both of them, but there's so many benefits
1: of the Xbox I will share with you that based on me saying playstation my son lee who is the ultimate gamer nine years old he's the reason i got into games uh lee has a switch he plays on my playstation and he also has the xbox in his room so i asked him a week or so ago uh which he preferred and he said he prefers the xbox so he's he's fallen completely in love with the xbox has not been playing his switch very much lately because of the xbox and when i tried to delve into asking him why Mm -hmm. he said a couple of reasons he loves all of the game game pass games he loves there's such a huge variety of games and he likes the controller and playing fortnite on there with his friends and uh he's just he's in love with it so he's chosen xbox i was kind of like a little sad. I didn't want to share that on the shows, so people in so many different countries can hear me say that out loud. that my son is an Xbox kid. Hey. But uh, but yeah, there you go. It's out there in the ether now. You know, you, people's gonna spread that on Facebook. You know, and on the
0: Twitter. Well, you know, it really is kind of just telling of where you're both at in gaming. You know what I mean? Like you look at the reasons. He likes the multiplayer side of it, gaming with his friends, that sort of thing. PlayStation mm-hmm. is so much more. Got these really well-fleshed-out single-player games. Stuff that you can take in little bite-sized chunks. You know? So right. well, that totally makes sense on why PlayStation over Xbox. So I, I in some ways, actually have to agree. But, um... So that said, platformer or shooter? Platformer. PB&J, cold cuts, or other? Cold cuts. Cold cuts. Soup or curry? Curry. Music with lyrics or without lyrics? With lyrics. With lyrics. Cat or dog? Dog. Sunsets or sunrises? Sunrises. Early board. Are you an early bird or a night owl? Early bird. I want to go to
1: bed by nine. I'm an old guy. Yeah. No, I don't go to bed that early, but I like, I, I'm, I'm very much more of an early guy. I'd rather get up when it's quiet. And have no sound. Have my quiet Bible reading. Have my listening to a podcast quietly while everybody's sleeping. That's the ideal morning for me. I love the quiet. I love it when it's still dark outside. Uh, when it's nighttime, it's time for me to lay down and go night nights.
0: Yeah, for me it has to be. I I'm a little bit of both. Like I have to get up early because if I don't wake up before my kids do, my days my days off to a tough start. You try to you try to handle. <laughs> Three kids under, you know, seven years old that are asking you for breakfast and stuff, and you have had your coffee yet. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. that's, that's tough. That's a tough morning. But then I also like to stay up late and watch, you know, TV or play games. So uh, That is the best time to be able to watch TV and
1: to play games is at night. So I will, I will give you that because that's the only time that that happens is when, on the rare occasion, everybody goes to sleep, and then I'll just stay up extra late, play some video games, have that or just watch a TV show, it only happens at night. That's the only time to it'll ever when everybody's asleep.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, cake or cupcakes? Cake. Yeah, obviously. People keep having it, do you? Uh, they keep handing it yeah. to me everywhere I go. <laughs> Animated movies or live action? Live action. Oh,
1: wait. If it's in relation to, like, the Disney remake stuff, I cannot watch that, and I have not watched that, and I will not watch that. I've tried to watch some of those uh, the action. animated remakes. I cannot. No, I'd rather watch animated.
0: I'd rather watch animated. Yeah, it definitely depends on what I'm watching. Like, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, I'll watch that movie over any live-action Spider-Man ever made, including the ones in the MCU. Like, Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, okay, so... yeah.
1: Yeah, if, it, if it's about watching any live-action film versus watching an animated film, I would rather watch an, an action film. Um, but I will agree with you. Into the Spider-Verse is one of the best movies I've ever seen. I'm, I'm honestly completely shocked at how great that movie is, and I went into it with low expectations, and it exceeded all of those and then some.
0: Yeah. Flipping phenomenal. Like, that was such, such a good movie. Oh, my gosh, I love that movie. Uh, action, on that note, action, drama, romance, or comedy? Like, if you had to go pick pick one. I
1: don't know, off the top of my head? Yeah. Comedy, I. I it kind of depends. I don't know. I usually go through moods. So, what I'll, I'm like, okay, what do I want? Uh, you know, like, it's like, uh, I don't really, if it's up to me and go watch for myself, I don't normally ever watch romance. know because i'm mr romance so i don't need to watch films of that crap on it uh but i but and drama i love drama movies but you know sometimes do i really want to go make myself cry no not really uh so i you might be like i want to watch a bruce willis or a a jason statham you know walking on glass kind of a kick butt movie yeah or you might be like i just want to get you know watch pineapple express and watch seth rogan act like an idiot you know and so so, um, gosh, if I had to choose on top of my head, I'd say comedy. Comedy. Uh, i choose to laugh myself
0: personally over anything else most of the time. Gotcha. That makes sense. Okay, I'm going to blow through my answers real quick. And then uh, there's a, what is that, 15th question that's our favorite book, and he wants it to be more long-form. So I'm going to blow through these real fast. I'd have to say between a burger and pizza, I'd go pizza. Uh, iPhone or Android, iPhone. Mac or PC, Meh, I like both of them. I I don't think one's particularly better than the other. I think they do they both do things fairly well for depending on your workflow. So, <coughs> so I don't know. That's tough. That's tough. It definitely depends on my mood. Um, so I guess right now I'm loving my PC. So I'll, if I had to pick one, I'll go with PC. Xbox or PlayStation? Oh, good question. That's a hard question. Um, current gen, I'd say PlayStation. Last gen, I'd say Xbox. Um, but even at that, I don't know. I, overall, I'm going with Xbox. I'll stick with it, going with Xbox. Platformer, Shooter, Platformer. PB&J, Cold hats or Other, nothing like a good PB&J, bro. I'll take that PB&J. Uh, super Curry, Soup. Uh, Musical lyrics without, more than likely with lyrics, but I don't mind listening to music without it, so. All right, keep in mind that other than one
1: question right now you have chosen the exact opposite of everything i've said in the last little bit but yet but yet we're best friends in the whole world Zech. and you have like totally totally like, chosen everything opposite of me see how how well we work together
0: brothers like that's opposites man opposites, opposites attract you know that's it yeah i'm the negative to your positive uh, uh, or the vice versa yeah. <laughs> Or are the vice versa uh cat or dog i'd say dog uh, sunsets or sunrises? I'd say sunsets. Uh, early bird or night owl? Uh, we kind of discussed that one. I'm kind of a little... I'm a, I'm an early bird by... Uh, necessity. By necessity. I'm a night owl by nature. Yeah, <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> uh, cake or cupcakes? I'd go... You know, I'm going with cupcakes because if you haven't had a small cakes cupcake, you haven't had a real pastry. Those babies. Oh, man, that's like it's like if jesus came down and started up his own you know cupcake you know shop it's called small cakes. okay
1: yeah. so in our area there is a there is a lady known as the cupcake lady and yeah. so she's got a giant pink uh it looks like it like a uh, a ups truck that's been painted pink, and has a giant cupcake on the the hood, okay? Mm -hmm. This is a phenomenon, it's a mobile business, this woman is a genius. So the woman who created it sold it to another woman that was working for her for a few years. Janet has went to that thing so often, I have so many cupcake lady stories that it's it's sad, like meeting the lady at her home, meeting the lady at the end of the night. Like So the first time that Janet ever sent me to the cupcake lady. She tells me one day, and just a real quick interjection, I apologize. Yeah, go for it. She sends me to this lady with this giant mobile business. She says, I need you to go to the corner of A Street and, and S. I need you to pick up some cupcakes here's the list from a lady called the cupcake lady it's a giant pink truck it'll be there at 4 30 and i'm like god i'm all over it so i pull up there's nobody in the parking lot i crack open a book i start to read a book quietly in the parking lot it's just me there's literally no other cars in this giant parking lot i look over as this mobile truck pulls in with the pink cupcake pulling in, and I look over to the side, and I'm like, oh, great, they're there. So I start to close my book, and by the time I close my book, turn the car off, pull the key out, go to open the door, cars pulled in like crazy, and a herd, literally a herd of fat women jumped out and trampled over, it was the most, it was a stampede. It, I've never look you can't make this up okay I can I can make up a lot of humorous stuff this happened in such a way that I was like this had to have been written I feel like I'm in a movie right now all these women like God it's like they smelled the sugar from these cupcakes and all pulled up and every one of these women made me look like a small hobbit it was it was crazy and so I got there shaking and scared to, to walk through the line because I felt there was genuine fear I walked in the hood man I walked in the hood with a three-piece suit at one o'clock in the morning, uh, with a get ga- empty gas can with our car ran out, and I have been less scared than I was trying to traverse all of these fat women to get to the to the cupcakes, if that makes any sense, man. And you know what? Here's the deal: those cupcakes are super expensive, they don't taste very good, they're okay, they're sugary garbage. And literally, one time I went there to go pick up cupcakes, and one of the men looked me dead in the eye. Dead in the eye, And he said, thank you, sir. Thank you. And remember what I took that as? Not a thank you for your patronage. It was thank you, sir, because of you, sir. I'm able to send my children to college. Thank you, sir. And I just wanted to punch him right in his face, just like Garrett wants to punch you. <laughs> <That's actually laughs> so you were story. saying about cupcakes, Garrett. <laughs> or is that?
0: <laughs> yeah, so uh, small cakes... Super good. Check them out. That's my that's my pick. <laughs> uh, animated or live action was the next question, and I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, nothing beats a really good animated movie, you know. I, I have an I have an affinity for the arts, so I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with animated. Um, but it's got to be like top notch animated, like super yeah. duper good. Um, otherwise I'm going with any other old movie. Like if it's like. Disney stuff. Ah. Eh. Pixar even. I'm like, meh. But if it's good, like if the Spider-Verse good or something clever and something new, I'm in 100%. Um action, drama, romance or comedy? You know, it depends on my mood. You know, I don't I don't want comedy every night. I don't want drama every night. I don't want action every night. I rarely ever want romance. Unless I'm watching something worth, like even Casablanca, which is like one of my favorite movies ever. Ever made, isn't really a romance, more of a drama. You know, it's really about Rick, and his evolution as a character and as a man, and him willing to sacrifice the thing he wants, so that you know, other people can get their freedom. It's a good movie. We should watch Casablanca if you haven't. I've never seen it. What? Never seen it.
1: Yes, I know. Failure. What? I I realize. Oh man. Yeah. JJ, why am I missing rob out on? Huh? Like that?
0: You need to go watch Casablanca. <laughs> Like that that movie. Do they have? Do they have like the updated two thousands version of it? No, the, you need to watch uh, the original, You need to watch the oh. original, black and white. I have it on DVD. If you have access to HBO Max or something like that, or AMC, you you could find it streamable somewhere. It's good. You need to watch the OG. Like in black and white, it's beautiful. Okay. Beautiful film. Ingrid Bergman, Humphrey Bogart, man. <laughs> okay you've you made you've intrigued me i think i should probably watch it maybe i could uh, i could talk about it on the show it's freaking phenomenal and if your wife likes romances or dramas bam now you got something to do get on it um yeah <laughs> and for our last question uh before we get into our nerdy news uh what is your favorite book and why Oh, okay. So
1: I'm going to I'm going to talk about it because I just talked about it not long ago. Ooh, cool. It's a book that I've read maybe four or five times through. I'm a huge fan of Stephen King. I love Stephen King novels. Um, some of his more recent stuff is way too wordy. Uh, I like the Stephen King where he was an alcoholic and on dope and he was he was coming up with some wacky stuff. Uh, he Yes, indeed. You're talking about it the, yeah. the incredibly iconic scene. Um so <laughs> that's weird. so horrible. I didn't believe it. Yeah, first I was like, no, it didn't. Sure enough, it's oh, in yeah. there. I was like,
0: what? Yeah. That's gross.
1: Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty weird. Um so actually my favorite book is Stephen King's The Stand, and it's actually the the first adult. Uh, book that i ever watched and when i say adult they don't mean pornographic right. uh, it was the first adult adult book that i ever read i read it at like 12 or 13 years old and um man i just fell in love with it i read it like like i said four or five times and it never ceases to fail like i love the characters it's a very big book i don't know a thousand pages maybe a little more and um i just fell in love with all the characters and it's so in-depth it's all about like the uh, very similar to what's going on right now with the coronavirus it's a a virus that is leaked out of a lab and it kills like 99 percent of the population wow. and then uh, people start having dreams um some people are having these dreams to go to nebraska and see this old uh, the world's oldest black woman that is there that is like the uh, like the like a minister for god kind of thing like she's basically like god's right hand to try to guide people to put them together and then there's another one that's like the antichrist who's pulling people to las vegas um to to pull all the people who are bad or, or whatever and try to like you know build nuclear warheads and like try to like just destroy the rest of the world that's left it's really really great it's a great book with a lot of really interesting characters and and so i just love it and we had one of our one of our people uh talk about it in discord actually and and i thought man in fact um it was dustin long i think that was talking about it in discord and i said man he was looking for a book to read an audio book and then i went and and did the audio book which was my first time doing an audio book too by the way and i absolutely loved it
0: that's awesome um good answer well So number one, fun fact about me, is I don't read fiction, I don't, Um, unless it's like a comic book, Um, not because I don't think anything's wrong with it, just because I'd rather consume like pointless fiction by playing a video game or reading a comic book. So my favorite book, and I'd be lying if I said anything else, would be Crazy Love by Francis Chan, Um, which is, I know it sounds kind of like a super Christian answer, but at least you're getting the truth. Uh, so that book actually like <laughs> uh, I remember being you know, keep, there are listeners keep in mind that you know this isn't a Christian podcast but we are Christians in a podcast so you're going to hear things from our perspective yes. so um, yes. I remember being like 19 and I've always been raised a Christian like my entire life um, but I didn't really know what it meant to be a Christian until about like um, my college years right when you kind of really start to get wrestling with those you know well, you know, is God real? Is all this stuff like a bunch of Huey mummer jumbo that my parents made up just to why I would obey? All that sort of stuff, you know? So you kind of really start wrestling with those those existential questions. And uh, a friend of mine uh, who actually went to my church, but we didn't really start to become friends until he, so we started hanging out at school, at college. And um, he was reading crazy. He was like, dude, you should read this book. It's super good. It's by Francis Change. Check it out. So um, I was like, well, yeah, fine. So I bought a copy of it, and then I kind of let it sit on my shelf for a while, and he told me, he's like, look, first chapter's good, it's not the best part of the book, so you can work with past the first chapter. He's like, it's important, but you're really not going to get to the meat of what he's trying to say until, like, chapter two and on. And so I took him at his word, I read through the first chapter, I was like, okay, yeah, now I get it. And then by chapter 2, I was like, oh my gosh. It was a really eye-opening book on what it actually really meant to be a Christian. Like, it really wasn't about, you know, going to church. And it really wasn't about just making sure you pray every day or you do all these things, you know. It was really more about having that personal relationship with the Lord, which which I was really missing. And that was really eye-opening just to kind of see how much, when you really kind of look at it through, like how much Christ actually loved people enough to die on a cross and that whole thing and like, you know. So that, you know, what, what does that actually look like in my life? Like if that's the ultimate end all be all of what love is to actually sacrifice yourself for somebody else, then how can I, as a Christian portray that every single day? You know, how can I die to myself every day for Christ? Cause that's literally like the only thing I can do, you know, as a, as a Christian. So it was just an amazing book. I, I love that book. I think mm-hmm. I've read through it. My wife and I actually read through it when we were dating. Um, as part of, like, just kind of like, we're like, hey, we should read through books. Like, hey, you're very crazy, love. She's like, no, I was like, dude, this read through crazy love. So I read through it, um, two, I want to say three times, but I don't think that's accurate. I think I've only read through it twice. I know I started it a third time. Um, but yeah, I love that. Book.
1: That's fantastic. Yeah, good. That sounds really,
0: really good now. And I think I might want to borrow that from
1: you. I tried to do that same thing with my wife once. I, I said that there was a book that I wanted to read with her. It was called How to Be Subservient to Your Master Husband. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to read it. You know, I read it a couple of times through. It was okay.
0: Yeah, see you yeah, I mean, I, I, crazy. Well, it, <laughs> yeah, I'm not really sure. I'm not <laughs> really Yeah. I, I think, maybe I think I think maybe we yeah, we need to work something out. Yeah, I'll help you out there, but yeah, I'll get I'll get you, I'll get you a copy. <laughs> yeah. Do you have Kindle? You're a good guy, No. No? Okay. No. Is it Wait, is it free? Because I'll no. get it if it's free. It's not. It's okay. Not free. <laughs> no, um, i good. Yeah, no, he's, uh, he's given away some digital versions of it a few times. Like, I, I actually own a digital copy of it. I think I got it for, like, 99 cents once off of, like, some sort of Christian e-reader thing. I'm like, oh, cool. I'll pick that book up for 99 cents, read that on the go. I think I bought it again on Kindle. So I have, like... And I love that book, guys. I love that book. I love anything Francis Chan writes, honestly. like He's my favorite Christian author. Um, yeah, Francis Chan is fantastic. I actually uh, attempted
1: one time to do a uh, an at-home home church based on uh, Francis Chan's model of doing home church. Mm-hmm. So uh, we were nonplussed with some um, changes at the church we were attending, and we ended up trying to do a home church. It was us and one other family that had six kids that – that uh, we love a whole lot. And uh, it just didn't really grow. It, it didn't really grow um, outside of our two families. In our area, just other people didn't seem to be interested in doing uh, home church and doing uh, doing a community-based thing where, where things are on a deeper level, you know? Um, so unfortunately, that didn't work out. We eventually fell out of it, but Francis chance the man, dude. He's got some fantastic ideas and I'm sure that that book is-
0: yeah, if there's any preacher or Christian out there that actually practices what he preaches, it's Francis Chan. And the awesome thing about that guy is that you you got a lot of these. You got a lot. I I noticed that there's a lot of. I'm not gonna compare him to anybody else, but for Francis Chan, I feel that you can see the power of the Holy Spirit kind of really work through him, like when you, the rubber hits the road. Like he really. Makes an impact on his communities, and it's it's pretty awesome to see. Like it's pretty cool. So, anyway, this isn't a uh, Christian podcast, as I said. But there you go. It's yes. a podcast with Christians. There's a little bit different. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. My favorite book was, and that's the that's the that's the rabbit trail you get.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you know you know Garrett Garrett just because he doesn't actually read if Garrett were here, he would have just given the perfect Christian answer. My favorite book is the Holy Bible. It was written by God 2,000 or so years ago. <laughs> it's perfect. There's no other book for me. <laughs> but really, he does not read. He, I don't know if you knew that or not. I Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> no, yeah. That's so yes. messed up. Keep taking pot shots at like Garrett. He's not even here to... <laughs> no, because he's not here to defend himself. He's going yeah, to write into the mailbag next week, and it's just going to be a bunch of like rebuttals. To
1: us like, do you, think you know what i'm used to that because sometimes it does take him a week to, to get comebacks ready <laughs> so like he has come back you know and i'm like you just gotta you gotta be a little quicker on the
0: uptake my friend a little bit quicker he's like george costanza it's like really you said that? Like-? oh no yeah i thought it to myself in the car on my way home <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, if, if you guys are just tuning in if you've never listened to the super gamer boys before we are a video game podcast we're talking about of course garrett moorlang who is our normal third wheel uh sometimes the host the captain of the ship And uh, we actually love Garrett to death. He's out right now having a a baby. He just had a baby recently. His son Griffin was born to his beautiful wife, Trudy Ann. And uh, they've just been trying to recoup at home. And Garrett, I just reached out to him yesterday to check on him. Hey, how you doing, man? Love you. We miss you on the show. Don't worry. keeping all that foul stuff out of zetch's mouth about you i'm defending your honor yeah he didn't believe anything i said for whatever reason but uh he's doing great but he is getting tired of the poopy diapers already and that's one thing i don't miss man Uh, i'm out of that you know except i say that i said that literally a half hour before i came here uh my five-year-old accidentally pooped herself and I had to clean out some some underwear. So so forget what I said. Forget what I said. I'm still cleaning poop
0: uh, now. So it it's it's still happened. And you know someday yeah. kids will be cleaning up our poop. That's how I see it.
1: <laughs> we're yeah, they've already they've already told me they they have brochures for all the different <laughs> homes. So. I, when I've legitimately had two of my children say, like, Dad, we've already got a great place picked out for you, don't you worry. But uh, we are going to need you to start saving up for that because we don't want to have to carry the bill. Just so you know. <laughs> like, good kids. Good kids.
0: Yeah, sounds like it. Sounds like it. So, <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go ahead and get into uh, the nerdy news. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for the nerdy news. All right. Okay, our first... Our first bit of news is probably the probably most talked about piece of news in the past week or so. A PlayStation State of Play was last week. Um, it's a quick little recap episode written by or uh, written by a few people. at GameSpot, Alessandro Barbrosa, Steve Watts, and Gabe Gerwin on August eighth, twenty twenty. They say, Sony's latest day of play event took place on August 6th, but while all eyes are on PS5, as we are prepared to usher in the next generation, the event mostly focused on PS4 content. This included a look at games that were previously announced, but we also learned release dates and even saw a new version of one of the latest generation's most beloved indie titles. PlayStation VR even got some love with an an amazing take on a classic stealth franchise. You can watch the stream uh, below if you want, which is uh, an article... I can probably post it in the show notes um if you want to watch it out check it out on GameSpot, or you can just go uh google it yourself but um let's get into what was announced the first thing they announced was crash bandicoot 4 it's about time i love i still love the title of that game by the way that's such a clever title to a game not only is the game about time but it's about time they made a crash bandicoot 4 like that's so i love that little play on words as a genius Um, They say, Toys for Bob opened the show with a look at Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time, showing off the area in Sandy Beach. It also highlighted a wall running and other abilities in the platforming, as well as the new look for the characters. Outfits have also been added, and you can earn them through the game. There are no microtransactions either, and you'll be able to play as multiple characters, including Dingo Dial. I don't know who that is, but cool. There is also a new inverted mode that changes up the feel of the game. It looks to blend classic Crash gameplay with new school design choices, and it has plenty of callbacks for fans. Uh, JJ, any thoughts yes. or concerns or feelings about Crash Bandicoot 4? It's about time. Yeah, I think that is actually a good idea because I,
1: I loved Crash Bandicoot when it first came out. I think it was originally going to be PlayStation's answer to like Sonic or Mario. This was going to be their uh, mascot. You know yeah. as it were i don't i don't think it really ended up being their mascot it wasn't the very beginning um i yeah i had a lot of a lot of good memories of the original crash bandicoot i think garrett is more of a fan of crash because that's one of his earliest memories um he was born in 93 and garrett has talked at length and ad nauseum about how great he thinks uh, Crash Bandicoot is and Crash Team Racing and all that kind of stuff. Um, my only recent experience with Crash was uh, playing the uh, the Uncharted. I think it was Uncharted Four. Yeah, has a, a brief section where you're playing uh, the original Crash game in in Uncharted, and it's kind of it's kind of weird because you're sitting there playing on the couch and and so you're playing this and. My memory of the game uh, doesn't hold up real well. I don't like the idea of you pushing the toggles forward. You're pulling your character forward, but it's coming towards you. It's kind of a weird, a weird way. I guess you call that the inverted thing, and it's a weird way to play a game where you're. You're pushing your, your toggles forward to make your your character go forward, but he's actually coming towards you. It kind of throws you off. It's like playing tank, and you're you're hitting a hitting the switch to go one way, and it's actually going the opposite direction. You know, kind of a mind screw
0: a little. Yeah. 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 That's 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 actually a good take on it. I don't. I remember playing. I never had a PlayStation growing up, but I had cousins that did. And whenever I would go over there, they would. They always had the latest Crash Bandicoot game. So like, whether it was one, two, or three, or whatever. Whenever I was over there, whenever I was over there, uh, I jump on for a little bit, and it was good. It's a good platformer. I recently picked it up. Um, actually, through a humble bundle. Um, what was humble bundle? No, I bought it through Steam. But I, I have the game on PC. It's the trill, the, tr- the remastered trilogy, and. um... You know, it's, it's, I don't know if it's just my age or what, but I mean, it's a good platformer for what it is, but I don't think it's a, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't make me yearn or want something for that again. So, I don't yeah. know. <clears throat> I'm, I'm I fine. think it's a. Yeah, I think it's cool. I think that it's uh, it's probably a quick
1: grab on on an attempt for nostalgia. Nostalgia is huge right now in every sense of the word. So people like Garrett, who grew up with PlayStation in their home and played those Crash games, are going to be the ones that are more likely to to pick up Crash 4. Uh, It's about time. Yeah. It's gonna be people like Garrett that are picking that game up and that are loving it. And people like myself and like you, I don't think we're gonna be spending our money on it, to be perfectly honest. I am all about platformers, they're great, but
0: not not really my choice of game. Yeah. You know, so I could I could leave it or take it. it. Doesn't really matter. It also feels like a weird time to be dropping these Playstation Four announcements just in general, just with Playstation Five on the on the cusp. A release at the end of the year like it feels weird to be dropping some semi you know double AA, a triple a titles right now like like the next one uh hitman 3 um io interactive made an appearance at the event with hitman 3 the game will feature a playstation vr mode in first person perspective giving you a whole new way to experience its creative assassinations all three games content will support the mode so yes you'll be able to do or yes you'll be able to do every single mission in vr from the previous two games too um i do you played any of the hitman games yeah yeah i
1: played uh, hitman one it was a ps plus game not long ago maybe a year ago year and a half ago okay. um i you're, i was on a boat uh that's so all i remember is the very first little mission you're on a boat a bunch of people are on the boat in suits like like some kind of a soiree or dinner party and you've got to go in and like Choke out a couple of people <laughs> and do it like in a in a you know stealthy way. Um, I think that I wasn't as good of a gamer as I am now. Not that I'm great because I'm still not. We all know it. It's not a secret. But I didn't care for it so much. It just it didn't seem to capture my attention. I think I gave it a couple of hours. Um, and it just, I think hour and a half, two hours of my time, and it, I just felt like it's just not grabbing me, the gameplay wasn't for me, so I gave up. So I didn't get very far in Hitman 1.
0: Yeah, see, I didn't play, I, I have Hitman 1, I have Hitman 2, and I got them both through a Humble Bundle, uh, subscription, so I just got, they just got, like, thrown into, like, you know, whatever that month's bundle was, and, um there's always you know, like, oh, I'm kind of interested in that. I'll check it out. But then I never go back and actually try it. So I, I own them. I've never played them. Um, it just feels kind of weird to be dropping a title like Hitman 3 right now if you're not going to support it on PS5, which maybe they will, but we don't know. Um, it just feels like a lot of these games. I'm just kind of like, why would you want to be promoting? Like, what is it? I'm... You know, maybe it's just them banking on the fact that not everybody is going to be buying a PlayStation 5, so you're still going to have to do a little bit of support for your PlayStation 4, which that, I guess from that perspective, that kind of makes some sense. That, that makes a lot of sense, because you, I don't know if you remember, but the same thing happened with the PS3
1: as well. Or They were still they were still coming out with games. They were still trying to support it, and they they were telling people who were PS3 owners they were going to continue to support the system, and that's already been said about PS4. So... that's to be understandable that they're gonna they're gonna do that some of these games have probably been uh, locked and loaded and chambered for
0: a little while and they're just probably putting finishing touches on them and then getting ready to pull the trigger soon yeah which is great I mean you're gonna have there's there's gonna be quality titles Uh, the VR port perspective on it um it seems kind of interesting I guess I gotta see it I didn't actually watch any of the gameplay for it um being a Uh, VR fan, Um, I can say this, that if you're playing VR with a controller, it kind of, it defeats the purpose of actually playing a real, having a full-on VR experience. So for me, if this isn't a VR accessible game like an Oculus, where I can use my hands and wave them around and actually do the stuff, then it really kind of is moot, because I'm like, I can just play this on a screen. Like, why would I want to turn my head use my controller it doesn't feel like fun so or even uh can i just say i don't have any experience
1: with the oculus because last time that you had that party where you invited garrett i didn't get the uh the thing in the mail it must when you sent the invite hey come and we're gonna play oculus mine must have got lost i don't know if you had my address wrong maybe misspelled the the street name Uh, but i I didn't didn't i didn't go go. And that's no excuse. That's like literally <laughs> no excuse.
0: Yeah, Garrett wasn't able to come either. So <laughs> Um <laughs> Sorry man, next time I promise. <laughs> but uh so yeah, I don't know. Next I don't... time a pandemic breaks out, is that what you're saying? Next time a pandemic next breaks time, out. I promise to, invite sure to you just in time for a pandemic, I promise.
1: As your wife prepared for me coming over to the house, are, do you have enough cold cuts and curry and, and uh, hamburgers and <laughs> like cake loaded up in your fridge to support me coming over to play Oculus? Because you might also, do you have enough Charmin to ply toilet paper and some wet wipes? Because sometimes when you eat a lot of are, curry and hamburgers and we cake. BYOTP family.
0: Okay. Okay, all right, I've heard of this before. Okay, I understand. Yeah. yeah. You know how it is. Gotta conserve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I understand,
1: especially with the pandemic.
0: you're cheap? No, <laughs> no, so is not. Oh, man, our next game to talk about is Braid Anniversary Edition. Uh, have you ever heard of Braid? No, uh, to be perfectly honest, I've never heard of it. One of the most brilliant platforming or puzzle platforming games you'll ever play uh probably in this lifetime is so good it's beautiful it's uh atmospheric the soundtrack is absolutely incredible and it is a wicked hard game to beat i've only ever made like a third world out of the game i think there's like only like eight like it's a hard freaking game and uh it's getting the anniversary edition uh treatment which basically means that they made a beautiful game even more beautiful, and that's pretty much it. So, am I excited for this? No. Is it one of the greatest games ever? <laughs> yes, but I already own it. I'm not buying this one again. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> um yeah, it comes out. That doesn't sound one. like that, that doesn't sound like itch, cause you, Because normally you try to own it on everything. It's so true. I own it on Xbox uh, 360. Um, which it's actually backwards compatible on the uh, Xbox one so I tried playing it again uh, just a couple weeks ago actually I saw it in my library I was like hey I should give that game another try and I got stuck again but it is it is a good game and if you're smarter than me you'll probably beat it otherwise I'm using guides (laughs) 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 i'm stuck on one level i'm like i it was a level i actually beat a long time ago and i can't remember how i did it like there were some really hard puzzles i think i beat it on accident last time zetch i love
1: that you always play it off like you're not very smart but if you only knew in the background in private conversations when garrett and i speak of you it's always oh my gosh he's the smart one and I always like I don't know why I play it off like he just has so much knowledge. He's the smart guy. Gosh, I feel so dumb when we talk. He's the smart one and knows all about video games and everything else. And like so, and I think I've got I think I've got Garrett
0: completely convinced that you're a genius. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Because like, I think I'm just I'm just I'm just acting most of the time. I just pretend. <laughs> that I, sounds like I, me most of the time. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so they announced that game, which is cool, I guess, for people that really want to go back and play that one again. Uh, next game they announced is Giant Squids: The Pathless, uh, shown with gameplay captured on the PS Five. A mythic adventure game set in a forest, it features creative archery mechanics, uh, or a creative archery mechanic that fills the meter used to quickly traverse, to for quickly traversing across the landscape. Timing replaces aiming down sights in the traditional sense, allowing you to stay in constant motion. You can also fly by making use of a bird friend, but you need to pet it in order to keep it in top shape. Wow, I didn't see a trailer for this, but reading about it sounds so boring. I'm sorry. (laughs) Like, I'm pretty sure this is one of those games that I gotta go back and watch the trailer on, because that that sounds terrible. It's another archery game with a bird friend, and you have to pet it. Cool traversal mechanic. Cool, awesome, good, if that's your bag. Um... I'm I'm moving on. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that? None whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it sounds like yeah, it sounds I'm like sorry it. that I can't
1: add to it. I can't said I can't add to it unfortunately.
0: What's there to add? I don't even think they had anything. They're just like hey, we made this game. You can get a bone arrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, Spelunky two, which probably tickle the fancy of a lot of our listeners. Um, Mm -hmm. The long-awaited Spelunky 2 popped up during State of Play, and creator Derek Yu discussed how the development team balanced including new features while understanding what made it work before. The sequel will include online multiplayer, and you'll be building an in-game community as you discover more characters. You'll also find hidden passages and can choose from branching paths as you progress. The game releases September 15th, so that's pretty recent. That's coming pretty quick. Yeah. That should be fun. That game was like a cult classic when it came out back on like the 360 days, so mm-hmm. I know a lot of people are super pumped about it. I, the I kind of got into the three, got my 360 a little too late for that to actually really kind of really check it out. So I never really played the first one. I played a little bit of it. And was like okay, cool. Feels like a little uh, soulsy version of Indiana Jones. <laughs> like it's kind of tough, um, but cool. I'm I'm happy about that. Uh, new Spelunky is always good. Um, yeah, have you had played it at all? You got any thoughts? Yeah, I played a little bit of
1: Spelunky before on the uh, on the 360 actually. I had a 360 for a little bit that I picked up um, a year and a half ago and I got to play quite a bit of the old Halo games like the Master Chief uh, games. Mm-hmm. And uh, Spelunky was a game that I, we picked up and it was okay, it was fun. I think Spelunky 2 might be a little fun. I think that it'd probably be kind of redundant. I couldn't see... The fact that it's got an online multiplayer is kind of interesting. I think that would probably be fun, you know? Uh, I just don't want to see Spelunky have a Battle Royale uh, version. If they... Uh,
0: <laughs> you build an online on, community just <laughs> have everybody like duke it out or like some treasure or something. <laughs> in, like a, in like a 2D space. So, <laughs> right, right. Like a different <laughs> <line of place. laughs> well, I I think that anytime I hear
1: online multiplayer like that, I'm like, it'll come out with some type of a like weird, like totally like they just shoehorned in, uh, you know, their version of Fortnite or yeah. PUBG or you know, uh, Call of the Duty. They just have
0: to have some type of battle royale version. Oh my gosh, it's so nauseating. <laughs> right now. I don't want, want any more Battle Royale. Like, no more. No. Stop. No. You beat it. Just like uh, split-screen four-player games back in like, you know, 360 and PS3 days. Like, remember, Bioshock 2 had a split-screen multiplayer? Where it's like, hey, oh, you, your buddies can go beat each other up now. And it's like, stop. Like, just save the manpower. Put that, put those resources into making a better game. Don't, yeah. don't split. You know,
1: I... Uh, the, one of the only multiplayer games that I, or, uh, one of the only games that had a multiplayer option that I enjoyed quite a bit was Last of Us. Last of Us, the remaster version on PS4, it had a really great multiplayer where it was you and like three of your your friends, uh, and you would go and like assemble bombs and fight against another team of four. I I had a blast with that. It was it was kind of like capture the flag where you were protecting a certain area and i enjoyed that aspect of it but yeah if even if last of us would have said uh we're coming out with a battle royale version i would have wiped my hands and i would have crapped all over last of us and i never played it again
0: because i would have felt like they sold out Yep, yeah. I, I i'm with you man same thing if they would have done i think uncharted they did it with uncharted uh then dropped in a multiplayer game, a multiplayer mode, and one of those, sh- uh, Tomb Raider, they did the same thing with Tomb Raider, like, why, why bother? Why bother with multiplayer? But, especially when it comes to BRs, just because they're so one-dimensional, I feel like, they're just, they're, there's nowhere to go besides being a copycat. Unless you're, unless you're Call of Duty, we make it bigger, you know, and it's just, you know, a couple different mechanics here and there, but, yeah, I'm with you, bro. Well, I know a lot of
1: people are really swearing by the by the current Call of Duty uh, multiplayer that they've got. I
0: don't, what is it, Modern Warfare? No, yeah, is it Warzone. Modern Warfare? War, yeah. Warzone, Call of Duty, yeah. Call of Duty that's, Modern Warfare, the battle royale mode is called Warzone. Warzone, right? So Warzone is is
1: super popular. I think that's free. Yeah, you can go in that version of it free. I not my kind of, not my cup of tea but like a lot of people swear by that. And I don't know what they've done different in that, or if there's just so many different options for gameplay, different, I think that might be the the key to it, is that you're not just having one style of battle royale. It's like, you know, there's so many different facets of uh, different matches you can you can have. And I think that's why it's become so popular. Yeah. That's because it's free, <laughs> so yeah. more
0: people have access to it. Yeah, that's a big deal to it, for sure. Um. For real. So I'm gonna actually gonna I'm not gonna touch on the on all the rest of these. I'm just gonna hit the highlights going down. Uh, the next one is Bug Snacks, um, which sounds kind of like a Viva Pinata game. Like I don't know if you remember Viva Pinata, where you have like your own garden, and you gotta like you know feed different bugs and build your garden and protect. Is that where you're in a at a party and you hit the thing with the stick and then like candy falls out? No, it's you have different uh. The piñatas are like creatures <sighs> in your garden, so it's a ra- it was a rare title. Okay. So. But yeah. Anyway, bug snacks. Uh, we couldn't go a whole presentation without bug snacks, and it appeared about halfway through. The game features a first-person point of view as you, a journalist, investigate the island and learn about the various bug snacks occupying it. You'll need to feed characters their favorites and even take, even make it, uh, use of traps to capture certain creatures. The game will have a physical map to help you stay on track as well. So, um... Yeah, once again, I haven't seen anything on this game. I know a lot of people are talking about it, like in my Twitter feed. Uh, it it sounds like it could be a really fun... Um... Uh, almost what I would call of a, a nerd dad game, where it's, you know, it's fun for you to play, and it's fine for your kids to watch or play, even. So, um... It sounds like a, it's a good way to kind of diversify that PS5 launch lineup, even though it's also going to be going in for PS4. So, anyway, any thoughts? Any thoughts on that one?
1: No, I, I haven't seen any of the previews, so I can't I can't comment on an IntelliJ.
0: I can sort of make stuff up. That's what I normally do. Um, but I would just... No, it's fine. I'll give you another chance to make <laughs> up stuff later. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, next is Star Wars Vader Immortal. Um, which I have the first episode of this one actually on the Oculus, and it is awesome. Like... okay, Awesome. So... Uh, coming to PSVR, after previously launching on Oculus devices, Star Wars Vader Immortal will let you master the Force and your lightsaber skills as you battle against the legendary Sith Lord Darth Vader. It's releasing on August 25th. So, uh, PSVR fans get ready for that definitely go check that out if it's going to be anything like the uh, Oculus version cuz it is if you when you when you have Darth Vader from the movies versus Darth Vader in VR yeah you're shaking in your boots a little bit like there there's no other experience besides actually having Vader look down at you in his terrifying ah. voice and then tell you to wait while he's going to come back for you and you know when he comes back he's going to kill you
1: Okay we you know. we actually had a per- personal conversation about this and I remember you talking about how freaky how scary it was and like yeah you made it sound really great as a matter of fact that was the game that you guys played when i wasn't invited to your house no he didn't show up no <laughs>
0: he would have done <did> it
1: <laughs> no. no but that was that was the game you that was the game you were talking about and uh, so i got really i got really jacked about it i'm like oh man yeah. that's gonna be kind of fun you yeah. know like i can only imagine you know Vader yelling at me
0: <laughs> yeah You'll have to, one soon, someday soon, we'll have to have a, a shindig at my house and you'll have to come check it out because... Do you know, I have what? to wear a mask at your house? Uh, since we're on the air, yes. I have to say that. <laughs> say that you have to wear a mask.
1: I'm picking up what you're
0: putting down. <laughs> i like, I gotcha. <laughs> the next game is Control as getting new DLC. Um, which was a major 2019 title. I think it actually came close to winning game of the year or one game of the year.
1: No, it did. It did win game of the year. And this is the one that is in the same universe as Alan Wake. And I, I don't remember if this was a, I believe this was a PS now game, not long ago. And I think Garrett got an opportunity to play it and he swore by it. He thought it was really fantastic. he liked the gameplay quite a bit, uh, playing it on there. It, It sounded pretty intriguing, actually.
0: Yeah. I know how much you love Alan Wake. That's why I bring it up. Right, I know. It's one of my favorite games ever. <laughs> Except for that stupid ending. <laughs> <right>? ending man. <laughs> oh, that ending was so let down. Um, no, so I actually owned Control just because it was in the top. Which Maybe I'm just a glutton for punishment. Maybe I'll hate this one too. Um, but I played through, I think, the first 30 to 40 minutes of it which isn't really enough to actually form an opinion, but from what I played, I really enjoyed it. So I'm looking forward to the new DLC. Um, It's the second expansion coming out. It'll be available this month, actually, in August, so at the time we're recording this podcast. So um, be on the lookout for that. That'll be good. Um, I'm going to touch on one last one. Uh, Godfall, which seems to be PlayStation's, one of their headlining titles. Uh, The action RPG Godfall received a new gameplay demonstration to end the show. Capture on a PS5 dilemma kit. The gameplay showed off a fast-moving combat system that utilizes dashing to move in and out of danger. It supports cooperative play with up to two others, and the world is split into earth, water, air, and fire realms. There are no microtransactions in the game, and there is a mad god, quote-unquote, waiting to be challenged. You'll be rewarded for aggressive play, and there are five different weapon classes to try out. So, so yeah. Um...
1: That's pretty much I've right. kind of gone back and forth on Godfall. Uh, in the very beginning, I thought Godfall looked beautiful. And as we've gotten a little more of Godfall coming out, I'm not interested. I think it, it doesn't look that great. And for it being one of like, the big titles that PS5 is coming out with, I think it's kind of sad. I think it's kind of a letdown, actually, to be perfectly honest. Um, yeah. You said that. Yeah, the, uh, I'll tell you what a game that uh, that I've, I'm excited for in the next generation that for some reason I can't stop thinking about is the uh, the Series X medium. The game medium oh, yeah. on the Series X looks really great. And so I wish that that game was coming out on PS5.
0: I wish we could yeah, see a, that game. That's a third-party title. I think that you'll see that on PS5. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I assumed that was an Xbox uh, exclusive.
1: Only because it's being featured heavily in in some of the uh, you know the
0: gameplay stuff with Xbox. If I was a betting man, I'd say it'd be a timed exclusive. Um, mm-hmm. Like you'll get it, you know, exclusively on Xbox for like the first year, and then you see it on PlayStation. Um, but who knows? I could be wrong. Maybe they'll just, maybe maybe they'll just have a deal to market it with uh, Microsoft for like just like the time being during launch. Kind of like how uh, Destiny was really closely aligned with PlayStation at their launch, you know. It's like oh you know kind of it was on both consoles but every time you see a Destiny commercial you would see it on, on I like, a PlayStation bug pop at the end of the commercial the yeah end of the, so it, it could be some, a situation like that but I'm with you medium looks really good I haven't seen anything on Godfall although I am a fan of action RPGs I do love me a good you know just get in there and just hack stuff up kind of brain dead especially if it goes uh, co-op kind of like Children of Morta um, then me and my wife can play and. I love playing with my wife. It's fun. It's like the best part of being married. Well, almost, apart from you know, <laughs> you know having kids and enjoying each other's time together. Part thing. Anyway, so we got uh, that's it. That's it. That rounds it out for uh, PlayStation State of Play. Uh, we are we're an hour and almost ten minutes into this. Um, I'm going to touch on. I'm going to briefly touch on these last two news articles here. Um, Apple blocks Xbox xCloud on iOS. Um, so basically I can actually, without actually reading the, uh, I'm not going to read the article on it, but basically essentially what happened is earlier, uh, this month, um, the xCloud app got pulled from the App Store, which is kind of suspicious. People were like, well, okay, what's going on? And uh, Apple recently came out, Apple or Microsoft, one of the two came out and said that, you know, the reason it's not, xCloud is not supported in um, the App Store anymore is because it Apple said that it breaks some of their terms and conditions for an app. And the reason for that is Apple cannot review the games and cannot individually rate and review the games that are featured in XCloud, i.e. games and game pass. So since there's no way for Microsoft to let Apple vet any of those games to make sure that they're up to Apple standards, which is, in my opinion, a load of baloney. Um like they're they're not like cheap chintzy I mean they're freaking Halo five. You are gonna Yeah you know what I'm saying? Like give me a break. You think that's a bad yeah. game? Yeah. Get out get out of town. What? Let's
1: get the, uh, the yellow elephant out of the room real quick, because I'm thinking that it's really coincidental that Apple's coming out with uh, with their Apple gaming stuff right now, uh, and they're talking about, you know, so I mean, it's just very coincidental, It just, I, I'm thinking that that might, it may or may not have something to do with it, is the fact that they're trying to get into the gaming sphere uh, in a big way in, in 2021, so... I don't know I mean again it's just a guess but it just seems very coincidental Android doesn't seem to be having a
0: problem right yeah Androids fine yeah. they have a different um, a different term go- yeah it. the Google Play and sure so Android's fine' hey, go- it sucks for us iOS users but Google Google Play has had issues with things like fortnite you
1: know where they you know so I mean they have had their things but that was because they they want to try to monetize as best they can and advertise and yeah yes of course of course of course and as does apple with right with uh you know their their gaming in apple arcades like that so well, who knows don't be surprised when apple arcade it gets pushed really heavy next year
0: yeah it's gonna be it'll be interesting because apple arcades apps or games i don't know if you i've i did a quick little subscription to it just gotta check it out they have good games they have fun mm-hmm. mobile games but they are by no they're means... All, they're all mobile. Nothing is like, you know, great AAA. Yeah. In the it, games, right? Right. And I think Apple might just be trying to push their Apple TV games where you turn the controller into or your phone into like a controller and you can play games on your Apple TV. And basically essentially turn your Apple TV into a console. But nonetheless, unless you're going to get freaking Capcom to develop like a Resident Evil title for you on that, like full-blown, get out of town. Like there's no... Mm -hmm. it's not even going to compare to what xcloud can offer you know the funny thing
1: is is apple just like google has the money to do so yeah if anybody the infrastructure is there so they could they could pay a capcom to make their very own resident evil games i mean apple has the money behind it to be able to turn it into something yeah the question is do they want to do that you know are they happy you know, living in this box. You know, uh, the Xbox has figured out what it is that they are good at and what they excel at. And hey, this is what we're gonna gonna rely on. PlayStation understands we're great at single player story games, you know, for the person who wants to get in and play a a great campaign. Uh, Everybody's kind of figuring out where their wheelhouse is. So, you know, maybe Apple will never go that route. Maybe they'll never try to compete with Xbox or PlayStation in that way, but maybe they'll create this great, you know, arcade thing over the over the course of the next couple of years and pump it out. But it looks like they're putting a good amount of effort and money
0: into it right now. Yeah. Yeah, like uh sorry, I'm looking for something here. Ba, 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 ba. Uh, yeah, I've
1: never actually checked it out. I know Garrett was playing some of those Apple Arcade games as well, uh, not that long ago. And he didn't have a whole lot of negative stuff to say, about but he, he said there was a couple of games that he
0: actually really enjoyed when he was playing. Yeah, they're fun. I found like, there's a game on there called Grindstone, um, which is a really fun little puzzle game. But it's nothing. Co- it's just kind of a bummer because it really kind of feels like they're really... Like if they had an issue with this, they should have brought it to their attention. Way long ago, like, and you know, Microsoft kind of knew going in that this wasn't according to their terms and conditions. It's not like they don't have lawyers to view this sort of stuff. So, it was a risk on Microsoft's part, but it came. It came back to Biden. Like They should have just done their homework. So. Yeah. Well, don't don't act like this is dead
1: in the water. There's still there's still time. They can still figure stuff out or pony up some cash to make it happen or, you know, come to some kind of agreement or conclusion. It's just right now at this moment in time, um, the Apple store is not allowing that. So it doesn't mean that it's dead in the water.
0: You know, they're never going to be on any Apple products. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what's up. It'll be interesting. Interesting year, especially with the XCloud launch pretty coming up pretty soon. So September, But on those same notes, uh, Xbox Series X, or Xbox Series S, reportedly, uh, has been confirmed. Um, And the circumstances might surprise you as to how. So, Xbox Series X, Microsoft, this comes from IGN, uh, Adam Bankhurst, uh, written by Adam Bankhurst. Xbox Series S, Microsoft's rumored second, cheaper next-gen Xbox, may have been confirmed by a controller packaging leak. The Verge obtained photos of Xbox's next-gen controllers, and the packaging mentions both the confirmed Xbox Series X and the unconfirmed Xbox Series S, which has had a supposed codename in Project Lockhart for quite some time. Twitter user Zach underscore exe was able to purchase this new controller on a resale site, and The Verge has verified it's a genuine next-gen controller. Uh, Tom Warren tweets Xbox Series S. It is Microsoft's second uh, next-gen console com- or ne- Xbox console gets confirmed in this leaked Xbox controller packaging. Full details here. And He shows a picture of the controller and the packaging, and you can clearly see it says Xbox Series S on there. So, um, pretty, pretty, pretty crazy stuff. So, I mean, it's not like it's major news. It's not like where anybody's really that surprised. Um, sure. You know, it's kind of stuff yeah. I saw this serious. thing jump. Good.
1: i saw it like jump all over my my news feed yesterday or the day before we're just kind of blew up like everybody just went nuts with this information we all kind of already knew it it's been a rumor for for months now uh project lockhart of course what they've been calling it in the background yeah. um are you surprised
0: no i'm i'm, I'm not time like it just feels like okay now that's one more thing that's not gonna that they're gonna pretend to be a surprise at their next big event I really kind of hope they actually just kind of call it for what it is and just be like hey as y'all have probably heard by now unless you've been living under a rock you know like yeah I really kind of hope they just like just play it into it instead of ignore like it you know instead of being like oh yeah but but given given like how things have typically always worked out in the
1: past they normally just kind of ignore it yeah. And that act like nobody knew about it and then it's
0: there And then like yeah. the fanfare is like oh We, we knew that. We, we're yeah. not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like we're not dumb. <laughs> Dog was like we're grown ups. <laughs> but um So yeah, I'm it's still no pricing. We still know how much it was. So or how much Series X or S is gonna be, And we have to wait for that probably later this month. Um, and if they don't announce it this month, I am just gonna Throw up, or something.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I would say I would say probably like what I've heard uh, people guessing online is four hundred dollars for a range of of the S. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know. That's just a guess that I've heard bandied about quite a bit over and over again. I I think that's a little high. Um, I I think that if it came in at two hundred or two fifty, they'd probably make a gazillion dollars on, you know, coming in at like a, you know, half priced digital version. I know that there's not a whole lot of money in the, uh, in the DVD aspect of it in the disc portion, but think about it. They came in, I- I've said this over and over and over again. If one of those systems, and it seems like Xbox is trying to gear itself to get into more homes it seems like that's what their their end goal is let's get xbox into more hands and into more homes than than playstation than you know anybody else and how do you do that it's by making it more affordable yeah so coming in and making it you know a 200 hundred dollar item a 250 dollar uh is it's you can't you can't it's a no-brainer right
0: well yeah and their their goal is to sell some Xbox Game Pass subscriptions. That's that's mm-hmm. their that's their end goal. Whether that's on whether you're gaming on a Series X or you're gaming on a phone, they just want you to buy the subscription because they're going to make so much more money off of you with that than they are anything else. So, um, I think I I think though if they sell a cheaper model, it'll probably be a little. Um, maybe not as powerful. I think as what one thing one report's mentioned that it's not gonna be as powerful as the Series X, but the S will be a little more um, affordable, and it'll also be just... Um, you're not gonna be able to get, you know, like, freaking 8K out of it, but you'll be able to game on a, you know, UHD, which is what any sane American person would have at this point anyway unless you're filthy rich. But... So, yeah. Cool. That's, that's the news. Um... Let's go ahead and jump in. I'm going to give you guys a little uh, pitch on our Patreon real quick. If you guys happen to like our show, and you like the things that we say on the show, and you want to support the show, but you don't know how, and you want you know, to make sure you can give us money because you love us, well, look no further than our Patreon. Go to SuperGamerBoys.com or... Uh, excuse me, Patreon.com/supergamerboys. It's getting, it's getting late, um, and you can either join us at our lowest tier, which for just a dollar a month, uh, or you can join us at five dollars a month, ten dollars a month, or even fifteen dollars a month. Each of those tiers have different perks and benefits to signing up. So at our lowest tier, you get a uh, early access, ad-free version. Uh, to the audio. Uh, you get a, um, Super Gamer Fans Discord title. And, uh, you can show that off on your on your uh, Discord server. If you just join us for $5 a month, you get those benefits, plus access to our show notes early, so you can kind of make comments on there and ask questions directly to us. Um, you get an Honorary Discord title as, uh you know, honorary Super Gamer Boys Discord title, and you get your name mentioned in the episode description, just kind of like everybody else, you know, that we did at the top of the show. Uh, $10 a month, you can get all those benefits pre- that I've already said, um, a shout-out um, on the show, we'll talk to about it on the show, uh, Super, Game, Super Gamer Sponsors Discord title, add it to your Discord server, and then uh, all the previous, you know, Uh, benefits there or be a producer $15 a month you get to call the shots it's kind of cool yeah it's kind of like also Patreon
1: support remember I don't know if we we mentioned I can't remember if we mentioned at the top of the show but with every dollar that you support us on patreon it helps garrett's cosmetic surgery remember hashtag garrett's third nipple it's happening because of you folks it's happening because of you and also because we have a beautiful wonderful incredible amazing awesome producer uh sponsor slash director slash master and overlord adrian homeboy holmes uh recently garrett got a small tattoo if you would like to get a small tattoo with your name on on it on you pick the body part on garrett's body he has a very small skinny body space is limited folks space is limited but if you want to get if you want to get your name in lights or on his backside please support us on patreon Just like Adrian Holmes. Thanks, Adrian. And I'll tell you what. You guys just have to guess right where that tattoo ended up. Just leaving it there. Let you think about it on your own. Once again, hashtag Garrett's Third
0: Patreon. Garrett's
1: Third Yep.
0: yep, uh, Patreon.com slash SuperGamerBoys. Check it out. It's good stuff. All right uh new releases this uh this week we got brawlhalla which dropped on ios and android which is a kind of like a smash brothers type brawler game um it's kind of old came, it's you know, fun. it is it's not bad came out on steam yeah. forever ago it's not too bad it's fun um how much have you played it you play a lot of it I played quite a bit of it with my
1: son he, he's a big fan i'm okay with it it's it's smash brothers basically man with a different skin um you know you're battling on these uh these hills or cliffs and you're knocking your your opponents uh, off and it's it is what it is it's not it's nothing mind-blowing it's an okay game it's fun it's got colorful characters and stuff like that um he enjoys it and he goes through fits and spurts where he plays it heavily for a week and then doesn't play it for another two three
0: months you know yeah yeah that's good cool Um, yeah so people go check out that game Uh, you got Fast and Furious Crossroads who came out on Playstation 4 Xbox One and PC Uh, I heard that game is not that great just based on some of the reviews that I've seen I think I've seen it get like a 3 out of 10 which is pretty bad Um, but if you're into Fast and Furious and you want to see a CGI version of Vin Diesel doing Vin Diesel stuff go check out Fast and Furious Crossroads Horizon Zero Dawn came out on PC absolutely excellent um that is my wife's favorite game i think at this point in her life and uh she played it on playstation 4 and she's going through it again on the new game plus mode and she just she loves that game so it's it's a good game it's definitely a good game a lot of really well it's a it's another open world game i feel like it's like the last true to form open world game um out there maybe for Ghost of shishima might actually have a beat a little bit more um it came out around... Anyway, go check it out. It's out on PC. Uh, it came out on August 7th. Let us know what you think about it. Here it looks great. Here it looks really pretty. And then the last one I'm going to mention is uh, HyperScape. Uh, came out on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC as well. came out on August 11th, uh, which is tomorrow as of the day of this recording. So go check out those games if any of those tickle your fancy. And uh, let us know what you think about them in the, in the Discord. Go ahead and join us. Let us know. It would be great to hear your thoughts, and we'll discuss them on the show. Right I mean as a real bag. Um. So, going to getting into what you're playing, JJ. You told me before we started recording that you, that dad life kind of consumed you, and you tried to download Red Dead uh, online, and you weren't able to get to it just because you ran out of space. Yeah, it's a bummer. I
1: yeah, didn't have enough room on the on the hard drive. But uh, we're gonna go ahead and rectify that and try to get onto it because uh, I did tell you that I was hoping to play the online. They just had some online DLC. So I'm going to try to get through some of that this upcoming week. I'll clear off some drive, or I might even have to pick up an external hard drive uh, just to make that work. But we'll, we'll get some of that gameplay in this week and we will talk about it next week. This week, I, uh, I got to watch a, a little bit of uh, of a new show that I've been binge watching uh, Indian matchmaking <laughs> on Netflix. <laughs> I one, yeah. And I'll tell you what, I, uh, I, I love with this show. It's, completely alien to how we do uh, meeting uh, spouses in the in the states it's it's a totally different way of looking at culture um, in the arranged marriage um, uh, whole situation with the Indian culture and I'm completely enthralled by it it's totally alien to me and completely entertaining, completely entertaining to, to watch. So it's worth it just to, just to watch it for a good couple of mindless hours. Um, I'm, I think, five episodes in right now, and I, I'm glued. I'm glued. So I love documentaries. Uh, I don't ever watch shows like The Bachelor or some of that, that stuff. I can never, I'll never do that to myself. You know, that stuff is ridiculous to me. And I know some people watch it just to laugh at it but I couldn't watch any of that stuff. I feel like my mind would liquefy. But with something like this, this is truly a documentary style. I know last week I talked about Love on the Spectrum. This is a little bit of a different take on that. This is... Uh, people who are of the Indian descent, who are uh, used in caste systems, the way they are arranged marriages. And it's really like families marrying other families and the process of courtship, how they, they have like a database of all these people and a matchmaker like puts them together and thinks that they might work they'll meet each other and then if they like each other they might go from there it's and it usually if if a marriage can be possible it can snowball fairly quickly it's
0: truly entertaining you guys gotta check it out nice okay that's uh reality tv's kind of thing oh okay Check it out for sure. no, 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 no. Let's back off on that. Reality TV is not my thing. No, this is a, a once-in-a-lifetime
1: type of thing. I don't normally like <laughs> things like The Bachelor. I hate that stuff. It's okay. But this, this, this has got me. This is this has captured my attention.
0: Okay, cool. Good to know. So then uh, definitely check it out if it's, you know, you're recommending it is what you're saying? Okay. Yes. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, We finished Umbrella Academy last night, season two, and yeah, that was, like, amazing. That was super, super well written. Cliffhanger at the end is something special. I am upset that I have to wait for season three, because it was, <coughs> it was a hard show to stop watching. Like, it was so good. It was, yeah, we, pat we blew through that show. Um, Excellent character development. Excellent, um, the CGI in it was really well done. Uh, you could tell they had a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger budget. You know what it feels like? This feels like a CW superhero show, like Arrow or The Flash, okay. with okay. a budget. <laughs> like,
1: okay,
0: it feels like that, and better. The Flash is one of my favorite shows in the world, by the way. Okay, <laughs> like I love. I love the Flash. Well, then you're gonna love Umbrella Academy, my friend. You need to get on that. Okay. Jump on that train, okay. ASAP, because it is it is good. But um, this weekend, I actually had to spend a lot of time playing through Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Um, finally finished it uh, with my kids. I 100%ed it. Got everything in the game. Uh, so I feel pretty good about myself. Well, pretty pretty accomplished. Took me a lot of a lot of work. A lot of a couple guides here and there that I had to look up, figure out how to do a couple things. But yeah, I did it. Beat it all the way. Um, I'm actually trying to uh, get the achievement, like the completed achievement, getting all the trophies or, well, in this case, the achievements for us is on Xbox, but trying to get all that. Um, Don't know if I'll go back and finish it. Missing like four achievements. And um, excellent game, man. Excellent storytelling. The art in that game is just so beautiful. And the soundtrack is so beautiful. Everything about it is so intrinsically developed and so much care and time went into making that game that it is just a masterpiece. Especially in the world of platformers. um, Side-scrolling platforms at that. So, um, The way that they... There's kind of a semi-plot twist at the end uh, that you kind of don't really see coming. You're like, oh man, what? So... Will there be an Ori 3? I don't know. Is that is that good of a game? So, it's it picks up... You don't really need 2 to play through it. Or you don't really need 1 to understand 2. But you'll have more of an affinity for 2 if you play through 1, if that makes sense. You'll appreciate it probably even that much more. Just because there's so much more... Um, Abilities and techniques and more systems that they throw into this one that weren't there in the previous one Like this feels more of a much more fleshed-out version of what the first one was um, Especially in the terms of what or you can do and the traversal and uh, the environmental puzzles you have to solve and uh, Remembering like oh, I have this tool I can get that's how I would solve that, you know and Do do that sort of thing like I sit there and I'd have these like aha moments I'm like, how do I get over there? And also, I'm like, oh, I can use my feather. And then, you know, you, you're, it, you're like, aha, got it. So you feel pretty good. So if anybody is looking for a... I, I wouldn't say easy. The game is not easy. It definitely requires a lot of quick thinking, well-timed platforming abilities to get through. It is uh, well worth your time if you're looking for something that's a little bit of a challenge. But still light and whimsical. It's not Dark Souls. (laughs) Yeah, I I absolutely love the art style in
1: Ori and the Blind Forest. That game is fantastic to me. I haven't had any opportunity to get back into it, but that game is a lot of fun and I love the art style. So if
0: Will of the Wisp is anything
1: like it, then I'll probably be in love with it
0: too. Yeah, you'll definitely appreciate it. You'll love it probably even more. I think I actually love Will of the Wisp probably more than Blind Forest. Um although I did like the way Blind Forest ended. I was talking to my wife about anyway, I don't wanna do any spoilers, but there's something <laughs> that happened at the end of two and I'm like, What what's the deal with that? <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so, um no, I loved it. My kids really liked watching me play it. There's they were on their seats the whole time just watching Ori kinda of do these crazy things and fight these I mean, or he's, like, a sprite, like, this big, and he's taking on bosses that are, like, this big, you know? So for them, they're like, man, it's huge. One of the bosses actually scared my son. <laughs> like, it was kind of grotesque. It was this, uh... Oh, my goodness, was it the wolf? Yeah, it was the wolf. You're, like, fighting in this really dark forest, and this big old wolf comes out at you, and you're, like... It's pretty early on in the game. And, um, he's, like, freaked out, and he ran away. It's like, get back here! you in this game. But, um... Yeah. No, great game. I loved it. Loved every second of it. I'm happy I completed it. I'm pretty sure the timer on mine was broken because I ended it and said I played 145 hours. <laughs> I'm like, that's impossible. Final Fantasy X, I beat that in 100 hours. There's no way I play- I spent 145 hours playing a game that's like a third of the size, or even, even a sixth of the size of Final Fantasy X. So, no way. <laughs> so... But anyway, that is all I got for the for this uh, this week's episode, JJ. You got anything else to add on to that? But No, not at all. I I look forward to being able to play that that other Ori game. I,
1: that's also currently on Game Pass, so look forward to being able to talk about that. I feel like I have to beat Blind Forest first. And as we all know, most people call me the game finisher yes because i i finished well m- Well, nobody's called me that but i've been trying to get people to start that around like i want that to be my new nickname hashtag so JG i've been my like, i've been yeah i've been trying to do that hashtag finisher. um yeah but normally people think i'm talking about like a piece of cake you know that i finish cake with every face. yeah, that's, yeah. No, that's what i do i just finished stuff. I finish So So you're saying like once again we were able to get through this show and we weren't even cursed with horrible internet tonight We were not once did did the thing drop it was a good evil or evil (laughs) this was evil (laughs) it was a good easy stream nothing went went terribly wrong uh i say that and that's when i cut out right now and freeze just so i think we need to close up shop
0: right now before anything gets worse so why don't you hit the plugs we gotta hit and let's roll Alright, so, Faye, hey, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Once again, check out uh, check us out on patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Uh, if you want to buy any sweet merch, t-shirts, coffee mugs, stickers, hit us up on supergamerboys.com slash store. Uh, and, probably the most important thing, review us. Poor favor. Uh, poor favor. Um, just because that helps us rank in the algorithms, rank in the uh, searches for any, for different podcasts and stuff like that, so... Um, every little bit of, uh, input, feedback, reviews, stars, ratings you guys can throw at us, that'll help. Even if it's a negative one, it'll help. So, um, people can find us on the internet at supergamerboys.com, obviously. You can check us out on Twitter and the Instagram, at SuperGamerBoys. Facebook, hit us up on there, if you're old, at facebook.com slash SuperGamerBoys. And, um, our personal Twitter accounts and Instagram accounts. Uh, you can check out Garrett at G. Morlang. Uh, you can find me at Zech Keenan. and JJ. You can find me at JJ Purdom. JJ Purdom. And uh, special thanks to uh, Star Andrews for our logo. It's beautiful and magnificent and magnificent, and she's awesome. Uh, you can check her out on Instagram at Ground Graphics slash Facebook at Facebook.com/groundfloorgraphics as well. So. So, yeah, yeah, that's where we're at. That's it. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for joining us uh,
1: once again this week on the Super Gamer Boys. This has been awesome, man. No more no more Garrett around here stinking up the joint, holding us down. We're unencumbered, brother. It's like I feel like like we don't even have any clothes on right now. Like We're fully just new to the world with this thing because we're just being raw, man. We're being us. We're not being held down, held back. Stepped on, trampled on. So uh, before we end up cutting off.
0: No way. We just lost JJ. The internet went down. Anyway, it's been great uh, talking to everybody. Uh, Thank you so much for joining. Uh, He was JJ Purdom. And I am uh, Zetch Keenan. And we hope to see you all or hear from you all next week. Peace.